What's up, everybody? It's Sam and Maddie, the HP host. Welcome to the HP host podcast. Say hi, Maddie. What up, y'all? <laughs> um, today we were talking about Yellow Jacket season two, episode six, called Hui, I believe, is the pronunciation in French. Hui, Hui. <laughs> no, there's no Q. You don't even say the Q. You don't it's say the Q. Q. No, you don't say the Q. The Q makes a weird sound. It just makes a sound. Yes. Like <laughs> wind? <laughs> okay. All right. Love well, that for Language is essentially wind, everyone. Um, Tonal winds. We uh, love it. Before we get into the, the mm-hmm. France-ness of this, because I have thoughts, um, I do just want to say, spoiler warning, uh, everything Yellow Jackets up to season two, episode six is on the table. We'll be, we will be discussing all of it. Um, so if you haven't seen... Episode six, Huey, uh, go back, watch it, come back to us. We'll still be here. Um, And I also just want to say that Madison and I are in rare form. Both of us are so tired that we're on the brink of deliriousness. So we might, some random shit might come out of our mouths. I don't know. We're, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome. Um, well, good thing we did the spoilers first. I'm pretty proud. You're getting yeah. so good. Uh, so yeah, overall thoughts. Uh, there was a lot of loud sounds in this episode, which I'm sure they did it on purpose, but it would, it, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to say something sorry. really problematic. I'm sorry. Wait, hold on, hold on. There was a lot of loud sounds. Yeah, the baby was crying a lot, yeah, and it yeah. was hard. And it also is a pet peeve of mine. I'm like, get that crying baby some comfort. You know? Obviously, you know, this is a different situation. I like, you know, in a restaurant, I'm like, take them outside. They need some fresh air. They might need something. I don't know. But get them out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um... That honestly is my overall thought. I was like, whoa, there was a lot of crying. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, they do it on purpose, I guess, like to drive the point home. Um, I also want to say, and I told you this off pod, Shauna, adult Shauna was kind of annoying. She was being kind of reckless and kind of dumb. We were like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Like, you've literally survived in the wilderness. Why are you being so just like, nonchalant about your actions in the modern world where there are other people and rules and video cameras like what are you doing um I feel like seeing more of her trauma and this is horrible like it was horrible but I just like I don't know I just feel like I understand some of her a little bit better I'm like oh yeah like you're just you're kind of scrambled I, I don't think any of them ever went and got professional real like help I think Lottie had the doctor but like no one went to therapy and talked about it this is like a secret for all of them yeah so I just feel like I can understand to her actions a little bit more I'm like oh yeah you went through some really crazy shit they haven't told us yet so I don't know I guess I should have assumed though yeah um (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I feel like just on that point, I don't know if it's the writing. Like, I've kind of complained about this before, but, like, the – I don't know if it's Melanie Linsky, and I don't want to say that, and I don't want to say – but I don't want to say it's the writing, and I don't want to say – but there is such a fucking disconnect from young Shauna to present-day Shauna, and I think with this, it is – polar opposite. She was on one side of one of the most traumatizing things that any woman and or human being could go through to another side of her just being a total fucking dickhead with the cops. Like it makes no sense. Like I don't see what happened. I don't get it. It like, and normally I like, I try not to be negative and I really, really love a show and I love everything. Like there's parts of everything that I love about it. So this is not me bashing it, but like, there's there's something there's a missing link between mm. young Shauna and what she's cur- like what she's going through in that timeline and present day Shauna and how she's acting right now. I don't see it. I don't think that you can just revert entirely to a 16-year-old self because 
you know, because you went through all this traumatic shit and you've just pushed it down for this long. Like, yeah, I get that in a psychological sense, you know, but I, I don't see it being portrayed that way. And it's really starting to bother me specifically with this episode. I do mm. want to say that like young Jana, Sophie Nailis is her name. She was fucking incredible. Um, and yeah. I think that this episode is something that we've waited a long time for. We found out that young Shana was pregnant in the wilderness very early on in season one. So it was something that we've been waiting for for a really long time. And I think that they did it justice. I think that she fucking killed it. And one thing that I just want to say about pregnancy in general is that like, I have known a lot of pregnant people. I have been around a lot of pregnancy. I know how number one difficult it is just to even carry a baby to term, but then to have an, like to be in labor with or without any sort of Western hospitalized medicine, right? It's all difficult. And especially when things don't go according to like what you in your head have established as like what your birth plan wants to be like, it's very, very important. And like a lot of women really, really want, and I feel like I'm going to be one of those women. It's going to give me so much, it will be traumatic if I have birth, like if I give, have birth, Jesus, if I (laughs) give birth outside of what I want my birth plan to be. And I know that that happens a lot and it's hardly, like, it's hardly ever that your birth plan goes exactly, you know. Yeah, uh, didn't even have but, time to formulate that. Well, yeah. So, so but with her, you. it's like, yeah, she is just she has no sense of what she's supposed to be doing in general. She's just trying to go through this like f- incredible physical thing, um, and then even in the scenes where she's trying to nurse, like I know that that's so fucking hard when the baby just won't latch and it's you're so frustrated. Common. And it's so common. Yeah, exactly. It, it happens more often than not. Um, And so it's like with that, I think that they did that really, really well. We don't Agreed. really see a lot of it. Maddie and I talked off pod just about like just birthing scenes and we got a lot of it. We also did House of the Dragon season one back in September and um, and there were like three pretty horrific birthing scenes. Maybe it was, no, I think it was three either. No, it was three. It was three. The fucking yeah, show three. started off with one. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it like, and it was tough because it was like a sign of the times and it was something that, you know, ultimately was like, quote unquote necessary, but was it though? Like that was kind of our question is like, is it necessary to show this much suffering mm-hmm. But with this, I feel like it was completely necessary to have all of that story. Yeah, I want to just comment on, you know, your no Western medicine. Like, that's a huge point. And they're also children, you know, like no Western medicine, but also not a single fucking doula in sight. They're just kids. Yeah. You know, like, so there's no real support. They don't really know what to do. They watched one video on some kind of sex you know like just some weird sexual education which i'm sure was not it was probably not good and the only person that paid attention was misty anyways even coach ben didn't pay attention i'm just like thinking about our sex ed this is supposed to be in the 90s our sex education was fucking terrible yeah We've talked about this before. It was the chart where it's like you have one partner and then it multiplies exponentially by like the amount of partners you sleep with. It's Mm -hmm. like you could have AIDS from 50,000 different people because you don't know who's sleeping with who, which is true. Yeah. But fuck, they didn't, they didn't help us. No, not really. Yeah, I think that um, actually what they got, because they got a little, a video of what the baby looks like, what the embryotic sac is i don't even know if i'm using the right terminology then they got the the condoms with the bananas well the placenta but then there's other things that there's other there's other things that are happening it's creating a fucking life in your stomach you know what i mean yeah there's a million things happening um but then they got the banana and the condom thing which i never got i also never got a video of someone giving birth i never got any of that i got yeah yeah, like you said a chart of like like AIDS, this is how fucking fast it spreads. I got to watch celibacy is the safest way. Yeah, wait, 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 what is the quote from Mean Girls? Um, you get syphilis and die. Chlamydia. It's chlamydia. Oh, okay. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. I think you actually can die. I don't think you can die from cl- chlamydia. Though. I think you can die from all of them if you let them go untreated. 
Oh God, that's bad news for a lot of people. But yeah, yeah, no, I got to watch like Philadelphia with Tom Hanks, which I should not have been watching in seventh grade, but you know, whatever. Um, Anyways, yeah, I think it was, I think it was a really important pivotal moment in the story. And now I'm just kind of left like wondering like, okay, what happens now? And I I was thinking about it because like this whole season hasn't been, not that it's not enjoyable, but it has, there's something that's missing from season one and not because of anything that anybody's doing wrong, but there's just something, there's an element missing. And I think the element that's missing is the mystery because in season one, Mm -hmm. there was no like, quote unquote, the wilderness, right? That wasn't established yet until season two where all of these things led us into that direction. Season one, it was just a bunch of really crazy, scary shit happening that no one could explain. And I kind of miss that. Like, I miss that that mystery. I kind of feel the same way. I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Jackie at first. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Like, it's it's no good without Jackie. Um, I feel the same way. The mystery is kind of dissipating, although I am... I am still curious about what what this mystery is in their current, you know, timeline. Yeah. Um, It does seem paranormal. You know, I sent you that screenshot the other night because I rewatched the episode and I did not see when they were zooming out from Lottie's camp, aerial view, the symbol is etched into the ground. It's not the placement of the buildings. It's, well, it's one part. The head of it is part of the building but the ground there's like a very slight indent uh in the dirt of the symbol and i was like oh lottie like you're acting like you're not in this shit but you are well yeah she all of her cult people like wear necklaces with the symbol on it she's got the symbol in her quarters like she mm-hmm. the symbol is everywhere and i think uh like maybe at a certain point in her healing journey over the last 25 years she started to associate the symbol with something non-evil and maybe by like by um i don't know kind of like claiming the symbol for her own like she like positive beliefs. yeah she mm-hmm. reclaimed the symbol into something that was positive and beneficial um i also think i'm not sure what it was yeah i i also think it might have to do with like remember when she got her hand she was like is this enough <laughs> um I kind of think that like her cult, her following, yes, it's for healing, but I think that's like also like a, a worshiping, a sacrifice to like keep whatever is fucking torturing her at bay. I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, um, I just thought that was interesting, especially because when they all, it, we only see the big ass symbol when they all show up. I was like, oh, you fucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It's uh it's it's weird. Like it's hard for me to even think of like for me to even I guess like discuss it because I just have no clue. Like I have no clue. Everything is kind of going in like a weird way. Like I knew that they would all be together at Lottie's camp. Did I know that we were gonna have four more episodes after that? Absolutely fucking not. So I'm like, where do they go from here? And also mm-hmm. The, the, what is it? Okay, so it's Misty, Nat, Lottie, Van, Shauna, and Ty. The six of them are all at the camp right now, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that everyone else died that's from the wilderness? Like, what is, where is everybody else? Why are, yeah, why where are the six matter? Yeah, like, where's the other girl from... Where's fucking Javi? If Javi lived two months <laughs> with fucking nothing in the freezing cold, so how cool. can you not... How can he not live now? Remember, no shirt. <laughs> uh, God damn God. it! If Javi like dies like next week, I will be pissed. I won't be. Yeah, of course. Because like again, we didn't get anything from him, and like given we didn't really need anything from him this week. This week was all about Shauna and her trauma. But um, yeah, no, there's just I have more questions than I do thoughts, and I think that's why I'm like getting stuck on myself. I think that's why these podcast mm-hmm. episodes have been shorter than our other ones because I'm like, what the fuck? What I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that doesn't mean stop listening. We will think of things to say. Like I have <laughs> to say, I'm just saying. Like in general, I don't. I have no idea where this is going. 
No fucking I agree. Way. It does feel wild as fuck. I don't think they're going to kill Javi next week because he already has this big thing like, she told me not to come back. And I'm like, ooh, I think it's obviously fucking blackout tie. Um, probably sneaking out in the middle of the night. Maybe maybe she's taking care of him, giving him fucking bear meat and shit, like shit in this bucket. Well, then why wouldn't blackout tie from current... if? If Javi is a lie, I mean, I know you're saying that he's not going to die next week, right? Like, I, I don't think he will either. Um, I don't think that he's going to talk for the rest of the fucking season. Maybe that will be, like, the big whopper on the season finale. Like, Javi finally dishes where he's been. But, like, the thing is, like, I don't oh, know. Even ass like, motherfucker. Yeah, even just, like, story-wise, I feel like it's not really giving like the consistency that i want you know what i mean like i the whole thing was about shauna and then the reunion right totally understood but like you couldn't like and well no i guess sorry delirious i told you guys i warned you i'm i'm just i'm just uh, spoiler alerts and delirium alerts literally this is just a stream of consciousness right now i'm just speaking as i'm thinking but um i guess we started we ended last episode with shauna going into active labor so of course that was going to be the whole thing and now next week we're going to pick up on things that we might have been wanting but now all of our attention is focused on shauna where i'm like nope put the spotlight back on javi i want to know where that fuck's been you know, yeah. where you I want to know what's going on with that fucking mossy tree. Yeah. Why is it warm? I don't understand. Yeah. Ugh. Um, okay. Well, oh. now that we went on a 16 minute tangent, <laughs> um, let's, I want to talk about wilderness baby a little bit more. Um, I thought Agreed. that it was, it shook me to my core when we find out that the baby is actually dead. And or was stillborn or died in labor, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, whenever the placenta came out first, they like, used. What? I said didn't make it is the verbiage they used, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because they're not going to say your baby's dead, Shauna. Of course, yeah, obviously. That, but, um, oh my god. Okay, Misty. I wouldn't say that to her. I will say this now on the podcast. Okay. Baby's dead. Baby's gone. Sorry, goner. Wow. Um, <laughs> terrible. Um, but I thought that it was cool how they gave the whole, you know, her imagining that he was alive and the struggle with breastfeeding and everything because I think it's super relatable. Um, yeah. and then uh yeah, and then the whole thing with Lottie, I just wanna obviously it's Shauna's fears that are coming through Lottie taking the baby right and breastfeeding it herself which like I would have went angry fucking monkey on someone that was trying to breastfeed my own baby like it would be well especially for them out of your sleep like fucking Rumpelstiltskin like fuck dude so and then so one thing the reason I said I wanted to talk about the French thing so we had I'm just gonna tie this all up uh Season one, Lottie, the first time when they're doing the seance, right, with that huge pendulum thing that, you know, um, Lottie is what seems to be, like, taken – she's taken over. She's – what is it called? What's the word? Possessed. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And she starts speaking French, right? So that's – Oh, yes. And then we have this episode called Hui. And flame me if I'm saying that wrong. I'm really mm-hmm. trying to say it right. Uh, which <laughs> means um, who in French, but like in a way of talking about an object and not a person, which I think is kind of interesting, but I'm not going to try to figure it out because it really doesn't, I don't, I can't make any sense of it. But then also what I thought was really cool was that in Shauna's like dream state of the baby still being alive, Lottie breastfeeding it, um, She's humming Frere Jaca, which is uh, a French lullaby. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I was like, oh, I know that song. Oh, wait. It, like, I'm like, that's French. That's another yeah. French thing, which I don't know if a lot of people would get. I don't even know why I know the song so well. I think my mom. I actually it. think a lot of kids do know it because I also recognized it immediately. And I was like, oh, Frere Jaca, a French lullaby Mm -hmm. so um that was just my little thing that's the one thing that i didn't see people talking on reddit about i was like oh yeah add to the french argument this is a french song more support to the fact that they might 
be near Canada. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I think that they're absolutely in Canada. They have to be. Um, whether they're they're anywhere near French Canada, I don't know. No one knows where exactly they are. Well, right, but- that's where I think they could be because we did all the reading on Reddit about it. And honestly, people are so... We love Reddit. Just shout out to fucking Reddit users, <laughs> you smart fucks. But yeah, someone described like Canadian winners so accurately. I was like, oh shit, like this is very descriptive and informative. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people confirmed like and gave other examples. It was really interesting. Um, yeah. So I'm just like, oh um, yeah, like this does feel like the most accurate place. So I'm like, the yeah, thing, maybe that's just a coincidence. Maybe they're just trying to be like old and cryptic and shit. Well, I feel like, like if they were yeah. trying to be, they would come up with their own language, like George R. R. Martin did with the Dothraki language, right? But like, I also can <laughs> confirm, I was in Montreal at the end of February, and that was the worst decision of my life because it was goddamn negative sixteen degrees. So <laughs> it's God. fucking cold in Canada, yeah. <laughs> freezing. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to. Um, touch on the pregnancy and wilderness baby a little bit too obviously I have my feelings and emotions now I do think that Shauna's pregnancy was appropriate for this episode seeing her go through the motions obviously they're in nature and they're children they don't know what the fuck they're doing um I had a strong reaction to it of course and I think maybe it's because we've seen a lot of pregnancies on screen that are depicted in like a agonizing way um and like obviously this is agonizing because they're in the fucking woods but I just it like I think I just like have PTSD from seeing that on screen and you know we live in a modern world and I think it like I guess you know educate knowledge is power like educate yourself but I'm just like don't fucking show that to women like don't fucking make women think that this shit is like this like but I mean, sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, like, look, I'm not saying that everything works out perfectly fine. That is not the case. But I'm just like, don't fucking scare women like that. Like, don't try to fucking scare women and like put all this like fear into them about having children. Like, if they want to do it, just don't do, ugh, I don't know. Like, I guess it's for the plot. You know, and I get it, like, that's showbiz, baby, but uh, I've seen so much of it, and I'm just like, ugh, enough. Yeah. Part of um, this. I mean, I get that, and I think that it is something that might be used, like, we mentioned House of the Dragon. This is no House of the Dragon, like, shame here. It's just, <laughs> you know, were all of those things necessary? I don't know. Everything was horrible, even without those. I don't know if they were necessary to also like further prove how horrible things were. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think that a lot of that, like, but I also like almost on the contrary think that sometimes it is necessary. Not that I want to see it because I'm empathizing with them too. I want to be a mom, but. I have never once heard anyone in my life that's had children say that it was easy or say that it was painless or say that it was just a walk in the fucking park unless like they were knocked out and had a C-section without their knowing. And that was their, that was their situation. Right. But like, it is hard. And that is what I think in my opinion, just about birth in general makes it beautiful because it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be gruesome and it's supposed to be horrible and it's supposed to be everything. But one thing that every mother says when they say that it's hard is that as soon as it's done, you don't feel anything. Like everything is, you know, it all goes, the pain goes away because the joy of being able to create life yourself, like that's, that's the biggest thing. And I think that they showed that really nicely in this. I think with other scenes where it's this whole, I mean, at least what we think we see, right? When Shauna passes out and we think that the baby is alive, that was really nice to at least get that moment with her where she was like just proud of herself and happy that he was there. Um, mm-hmm. And it, that's what made the ending scene of her realizing that he wasn't and that it was like a fever dream so horrible because it's like she just went through all of this to have a baby that's not alive. But 
Um, and a lot of the things that you and I, Maddie, have seen recently, it's been a horrible labor and then also a terrible outcome from those labors. Yes. And I think yes. that, that that's really what's scarring. It's not that labor is ever easy because it's not. It never will be, right? But yeah. we all know this going into it because the reward is greater than the sacrifice, right? Right. For the people that want it, of course. Right, right. And I think that's a that's a good conclusion. Uh, I think you're right. Like, just the things that we have seen lately, they do end badly. You know, they're yeah. depicted that way. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is so... It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot for my empath out here. Okay. Yeah. Even if it is just a story. I'm like, shit, dude. Like, I'm gonna you have to warn me. <laughs> um, you know what good this is just totally off uh the podcast here, but one movie that had a really, really great labor and it was a movie called Nine Months. It's Julianne Moore, Hugh Grant, and Robin Williams. And I can't fucking find it anywhere, but I have the DVD. And I, if I, as soon as I find it available on streaming, I want you to watch it because it's the most beautiful story about pregnancy and then the labor. And it's it's an actual oh happy thing. Please. I need this. <laughs> I need this. This is the antidote to my fucking PTSD right now. Like, I need to yeah. watch this. Thank oh you. god it's such a good movie yes okay i just i don't know why i love that movie i watch it all the time yes. but anyways back to yellow back to the horror <laughs> back to the horror. this fucking um, magic ass oh my god yeah this was a tough episode i mean you know i think uh the other thing too is like not that i i didn't want shauna i think it was important for her to have the time in this episode, but I'm also like, I wish you would have gotten just a little bit less because I'm so intrigued by everything else that's going on. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then again, if they would have done that, uh, maybe I would have felt less impacted by Shauna. And I think that was important for the I story. Feel like I, like, uh. I could, I could have done with more of other things. Um, but I feel like the way that the actress did it, it was so good and it was so compelling. And she has got a great scream cry, man. She, if anything that she nails with her acting, it is that it's when Jackie died. It's yeah. when she's in labor. It's when like just the relief that's on her face when she thinks the baby's alive. It's the yeah. sorrow and the despair. And like, it gave me, um, it gave me Natalie from the craft the at the end isn't natalie yeah it's natalie um ha huh. uh at the end where she's like in the she's like tied up in the in the bed and she's going crazy and she's like, i'm flying i'm flying yeah. i was like i swear to god she pulled a direct inspiration from that because she's like when she's saying i can hear him i can hear him crying yeah. I, mean, I was uh -huh. like you sound if i closed my eyes i would think it was watching that scene right. um She's that that's the only reason that I'm not complaining about her getting as much time as she did because I'm like she that acting dude deserved it. Yeah, no, she, she was, was absolutely incredible. fantastic. It, I am not I have no qualms with the acting. I fucking loved it. It's just, you know, the, it's just the PTSD. I'm like, damn, bro, like I feel like I'm a little bit biased uh, about it right now. And I, I wish yeah. I wasn't. I'm like, oh, the world, it's tainted me yeah um okay well i mean wilderness baby wilderness baby no more he what do they do with him i don't know the cast has all they have all said it in interviews that they don't eat him so um, i don't think that you can you know like i hate to be graphic but if you just think about it logistically like and it's just not i don't know it's just it's like a single chicken wing yeah there's no meat on that baby's body what are you gonna that's eat? what i mean like and it's not even like solid yet like you're kind of eating placenta um i don't even well, know so that's the thing placenta's they, fine though like yeah they should be. eat the placenta i was gonna yeah. say they need to put that shit on ice because that's yeah. you know that's a lot of vitamins in there um well, what they've had to eat over the months but i feel like like i don't know Oh God, we can go down the rabbit hole with pregnancy talk, but I'm pretty like I think that the woman's body is a literal magic. Like it's just it's magic what we're able to do when mm -hmm. 
when we're pregnant and what we're able to produce just based on our own things, even if it's, but still keep ourselves healthy. Like we have the best immune systems when we're pregnant in order be, and especially because like of, I know that there's something with, um, uh, what is it? The baby's, um, the spinal cord, but oh God, there's like medicine about it that like the U S won't approve because it works too well. Um, I don't know. Welcome back to it. Yeah, stem, stem cells. cells. Stem yeah. cells, they come from babies. From embryos. Right, yeah, from embryos. yeah. So like that even coming into our bodies helps us survive, which sure. is probably why Shauna was able to survive with only eating as much as everybody else was eating because the baby was helping her as much as she was helping him. Like there's proof that that help, like it works, right? So mm. I think that the placenta is probably full of vitamins and nutrients and proteins and all that stuff that they need just because the woman's body is a fucking magical temple. Hell yeah. Goddamn Jesus walking around. Oh my God. Oh, well, yeah. we'll see if they fucking eat the placenta. I mean, they I should. They I think, I, honestly, same. Right this there. is such a weird thing to be rooting for, but like, get in there, girls. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, okay. okay, so let's let's talk about Shauna and uh, Callie currently and what the fuck they're going through. Um, I mean, I think Callie is on a serious redemption arc right now. She made me laugh um, and cheer this episode. So go Callie. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. I'm like, finally, I mean, you're, uh, you know, your mom's an idiot. You really should not be involved in all of this. That's just the good, strict Capricorn stellium speaking in me but also finally mm-hmm. good job you fucked it up and now you kind of fixed it we'll see but yeah. you know like oh god and Shauna just dumb like what was she even saying I was like girl you're being crazy like stop talking I know I know I don't for a lawyer literally i don't even understand why they didn't fucking do that in the first place like they don't have to talk to anyone they can ask for a lawyer it Mm -hmm. like it doesn't i don't i don't even i the whole thing doesn't make any sense to me i'm like shauna are you really like and ty is a lawyer so i'm like not that Ty could represent them but she should know being friends with a lawyer what her rights are and then shauna pissed me off on a whole nother level this episode because like Number one, I can't tell if she was actually, like, confessing to having the relationship. I mean, she definitely – she obviously confessed to having the relationship with Adam. But was she doing it in a way to try to steer them in a certain direction? Because, like, if Melanie Linsky was really trying to, like, cry and make it a slab story, she failed. I felt nothing from her. So, I'm like, I hope that this is some sort of, like – game that Shauna is playing like she's playing chess here I'm hoping that that's the case I'm hoping that that's what what it was because that whole confession bullshit it felt so fucking fake and I was like are you really trying to like incite sympathy right now are you is that actually where you're trying to do or is this a move like is yeah, this a it felt kind of amateur I was like what the fuck are you doing Callie did better Ooh. with her ugly quiver lip you know? Oh my god, she did the better. best ugly face. And her breakout ugly face, as soon as, like, when she first started, she was just like, bro. <laughs> it was bro, great. She did the caveman, almost, okay? <laughs> and if you guys don't know what that is, that means you need to make as many chins as possible with your face. I don't care how fat or skinny you are, make as many chins as you can. Yes, yes. And then, okay, make it as your again. forehead. Bring your forehead and lower your eyebrows as much as you possibly can. <laughs> um, it's something that Maddie and I, I don't even know why we came up with that, but for some reason it happened years and years ago, and now it's just the caveman. It's it's a thing. Yes. But she basically, Callie basically made that. And, like, Melanie Linsky didn't eat her forehead didn't even crinkle. And I'm like, that's not selling it, homegirl. Yeah. That's not gonna do the job. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, and I'm just like, why are you being dumb with this information? Like, I don't even care about that. It's just the shit she was saying. I was like, girl, what the fuck? Are you trying to go to prison? Like, are you just trying to go down so you can get Callie out of it? Is that your game plan now? You're just like, I'm just gonna tell him and so and get Callie out of this. 
you know, oh and God. that makes sense as a parent. I'm like, okay, cool. But like, <gasps> wait, wait, sorry. So sorry. So sorry. What if, what if she's trying to get Jeff to go down for it by admitting that she has well, well, she literally said in the thing, like, I only married this guy out of guilt and shame. I had a daughter that I never wanted, blah, 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 blah. He admitted or he said to her last season, like, I'll go down for this. Or maybe it was this season. I don't remember when she actually admitted to killing Adam to Jeff, but he says, like, I'll just, I'll turn myself in. I'll say that you guys had an affair. Uh, it was crime, you know, whatever. I killed him out of, mm-hmm. out of whatever. Maybe she's just admitting to the um, to the affair so that Jeff can go down for it, so her and Callie can be cool. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm waiting for Shauna in this in this present tense to be fucking ruthless and smart and strategic. I'm waiting for that, and I'm hoping. Yeah, I agree. We get that sometime this fucking season because last season she sucked ass. This season, still sucking ass. And like, Shana, ass. where are you going to show me that you're like actually been through all of this shit? When is yeah, that going to come out? Because right now you look like a big dumb dummy. Badass. Yeah, she was a badass in the wilderness. Like, what the fuck? It's hard to watch young Shauna go through everything that she's going through currently, right? And then, and ever since Jackie died, and then up until, like, I'm just like, she's done nothing but suffer. And this yeah. Shauna is just fucking killing rabbits in the yard. And I'm like, that's supposed to make me think that you're a badass? No, asshole. <laughs> Anybody can do that. I mean, I definitely can't. I cannot catch a rabbit. There's no oh, way. God. But nonetheless, it's still like I'm just waiting for something fucking like just raw to come out from I her. know that Jeff is dumb, but he better not go down for this. He does not deserve it. He's been a ride or fucking die he husband. He deserve it. No, but I, that's my theory. I think that that's what she's he doing. He was literally playing fuck the police in the vehicle <laughs> outside while they were being kind of interrogated. You know what's so this funny? Man is that, like, the world, okay? I know. I know. With a fucking gun. Her cheating on him with his best friend. Like, he's, he's insane. I love him. Yeah. No, I love him too, and I think that that might be the point. I don't know. Maybe I'm too HBO for Showtime, but normally they set you up to love somebody right before I'll that. Fuck them up. Fuck <laughs> them up. Um, I also just want to say on the fuck the police, uh, all of Jeff's song choices are so on the nose, and it oh it's God. just so him. It's so him. Um, there's a. A movie, actually, it was the the cut my life into pieces. Papa Roach song, yeah, that it was in a movie that I watched, like an indie movie that I watched a couple months ago, and they're playing it, and it's it's these two guys, and one guy, uh, they both kind of want to kill themselves. One guy is just really angry, whatever, and then he oh, was like, morning, no, and like a very light, it was a very good movie. Um, it's okay. called On the Count of Three. I recommend it highly. Um. But he, one of the guys starts playing this song and the other guy's like, you can't play a song that describes exactly how you're feeling in the moment. Like you got to be more original than that. And I feel like that's Jeff, like playing that song, playing fuck the police. I'm just like, oh my, you're just such a fucking obvious bastard. Like you're just so obvious and unoriginal. Like it's, but anyways, sorry. That was just really funny. I think that's his front though. I think that's his front. I think that everyone misjudges him and underestimates him. I don't think he's this plot genius fucking, you know, like tearing down corporations from the inside. That's not Jeff. His front is being a funny traditional dad and like playing songs about how he feels right in the moment. But also like, I don't know, like the way he reacted to Shauna, he's like, yo, like, you're fucking things up. Like you need to leave. Like mm-hmm. he does know when to make some good calls. And I think they're crucial. Like he's a crucial VIP throw him in, in the last five minutes of the game. Cause he's going to make that three pointer that we fucking need. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Free throw shots, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love the analogy. I love it. Um, no, he, yeah, no, definitely. And I think that like I wrote in my notes, like it's bad when Jeff is the voice of reason. Like Shauna literally gets in the car and the fucking gun that she stole from that one dude is in the glove box. And he's like, what if they would have searched the car? You dipshit. And I'm like, yeah, Jeff, tell her. Cause she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> And that's why I think that, like, she got herself and Callie into it. And I think that, you know, because I was trying to figure out, like, what, just relating these two topics, like, the wilderness baby and then the interrogation, I think it was really interesting that Shauna was saying, like, in her dumbass interrogation, like, I never wanted kids. Like, I never wanted blah, 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 whatever. I never wanted um, you know, like, to be married to this husband. I only did this out of blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that, and what, and she says it to the baby in her vision or in her fever dream too, that like, she was like, I didn't want you, but now it's me and you against the world. So I think that like, when it comes to it, Shauna is going to protect Callie before she protects Jeff and she's going to protect herself probably first out of them. Like Shauna is the God. Jeff is the the wife and Callie is the husband. If we're talking about traditional Christianity, you know what I mean. Like number one is God, mm-hmm. number two is the husband, number three is the wife. Like I feel like that's how she's got it set up in her in her mind. Um, I was just I'm trying to figure out like the relation between why would she be in the situation with Callie and Jeff in this episode, while in pres like in past tense she's having she's in labor and she's having this baby. And I think that, like, it's kind of, like, this thing that you don't really know you want to be a mom or you don't really know that you can be a mom until you are a mom. And then you have this maternal instinct, like, out of thin air and this Mm whole lot of you can't have him. He's my baby, not ours, that kind of thing. Um, I think that she – we might hopefully fucking see more of that with her and Callie, like, her trying to be more protective over Callie, especially now that Callie is, like – in on it she can be honest with her Callie is looking as ruthless she is her mother's daughter the bitch is a great liar you know yeah 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 yeah. um yeah so I'm just I'm trying I'm hoping to see more like similarities between like 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 quote-unquote mom Shauna like mom Shauna in the wilderness versus mom Shauna in present day I'm hoping to see more of it I'm hoping to see any fucking connection anywhere please writers for the love of god like just give it give it to me somewhere yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's not clear. It is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. So let's talk about the reunion. Callie. Say that again. I said let's talk about the reunion. Let's. Okay. Um God, sorry yeah. guys. This has been off the rails. I feel passionate all of a sudden about everything. <laughs> I feel crazy. <laughs> um the reunion yeah the reunion is fucking you know obviously expected you know even from the first season i'm like okay like eventually they'll all come back together but like i don't even know what to think they're about to fucking do i'm like what are y'all about to do what the fuck are y'all about to do um i was especially we talked about this a little bit but uh i was especially interested in van's arrival and her reaction to Lottie, especially because in the car, or I think as they're getting out, Thais is like, oh, you're not going to stay. Like, she's just dropping me off. But, like, as soon as she sees Lottie, that she is, like, pulled. Mm-hmm. Like, the bitch is staying. They don't say yeah. it, but, like, she's staying. She, no, she's staying. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that one thing that I thought about that this episode gave us was that we know that Lottie has a particular relationship with Van. We know that she has a relationship with Ty. personal relationships with each of these people all very different from one another and now we know that she has a relationship with shauna too uh, based on this baby situation so the the three of them at least and natalie sorry and natalie um so the four of them being there it makes a lot of sense i don't think that anyone particularly has any sort of real relationship with misty because she's just like a little bumblebee floating around but um I think that that's what this, like, with Shauna's past tense, like, the labor and all of that kind of tied up is, like, how Shauna also relates with, like, has this personal relationship with Lottie as well. So each of them have has their own bone to pick with her, so to speak. 
They all have their own fucking past trauma and beef and all of this that I'm excited to see like play out, I guess. Um, because we already got Natalie and Lottie for three episodes. So I'm like, how is everyone else going to respond to her? Because everyone else has their own feelings about her. Um, yeah. but yeah, my theory yeah. is that they're going to, my theory is that they're going to go back to the wilderness. I really don't want them to, but. I don't know. I just want to see these bitches in the woods more, you know? Like, I just want them out of the fucking cabin for, yeah. like, an app. Just give me one. I know, but it's still snowy as fuck outside. It ain't summer yeah, yet. Depressing. Yeah, I just, ugh, I don't know. With the reunion, I don't know. I think, actually, them going back to the wilderness is a good theory. I don't know what the fuck they would need to do there. Like, I truly don't fucking know, but um, probably a good read. I don't know what they're doing anyways. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) And I also don't know how the fuck they're going to top this. I mean, they had we had two big moments already this season. Eating Jackie and fucking Shauna delivering a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, four more episodes, what the fuck are y'all going to do? Who else is getting pregnant? Ben is about to die. He's not fucking anyone. He's gay. <laughs> Travis is not fucking Natalie. I don't think Lottie gets pregnant. Uh, does Lottie have any kids? I don't fucking know. Not that we know of, but... Well, honestly, like, they already used the pregnancy trope. They can't do that again until next season, at least. Yeah, they can't do it again. I know. I have... I really have no clue. I, um... I've been more interested in the adult story versus the younger story. We talked about this last week. Um, and... And now that they're all together, I'm just like, I, I really don't know how they're going to top a lot of last season because we began last season with like very culty, very weird, very paganistic. The eating first someone. thing they hunting ever opened someone. with was Pit Girl. Yes, it was hunting a fucking human being. So I'm like, how did they get there? And like, it just felt a lot more like there was a lot more momentum i think in season one i feel like they've got to give something big but um a lot of what the cast has said in interviews this is a spoiler if you don't want to hear this then mute me for 30 seconds but for interview wise not a spoiler of the show but a lot of the cast has said when they think of like what the most surprising episode of the season is they say episode nine not the finale, but episode nine, which is the penultimate. It's usually the craziest episode of every season is the one before the last one. Um, so we have fucking two more before then. I'm like, I just hope the season ends with a fucking banger, man. Like, I just want to, I'm, I'm okay with it being slow. I think especially we get, um, spoiled, right? When, we are able to binge shows and I've watched season one back and I'm like, Oh, all this is so good. And it happens. It's all fast. The momentum's great. And writing's great, whatever, but I'm binging it. Right. And this, I have to wait, you know, we have to wait every week for it. So I'm like, when I hope that when the season is done, when I rewatch it, it all makes me feel the same way. Like, fuck this is coming up next. I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to watch that. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that it's that same kind of thrill um, I don't know. I just feel like it's very, it's very much like after Jackie, this episode was literally all about the labor. So, you know, there wasn't really much else happening beside that, but at least we tied that story up and we can move on. Um, but yeah, a lot of it has just felt like content or like, like story building, yeah. but not a lot of tension. I would say like, I don't feel as much tension as I do in season one. I don't Agreed. think yeah agreed yeah and i think that like maybe it's because we're getting like some of the paranormalness has been dissolved not dissolved but like we're more aware of it like you said before they didn't define the wilderness in the first season that they didn't have that word for it yet they were just like what the fuck we're out here it's dark it's cold it's scary there's freaky shit happening yeah because like there's not a single artificial light out there and there's probably lots of creepy ass house noises yeah, you know how that is. Everybody knows how that is when you're fucking home alone and like you hear just like a and the fucking wall. Yeah, so yeah, so we're not really getting as much of that. I think right now we're in pure survival, and not really. They don't really have like 
I don't know. There's not really a lot of like expanding. And then you have like the Lottie cult, uh, the the Lottie cult of present day. And then you also have the Lottie cults of fucking past day where they're standing around and chanting and hoping the baby lives because they're chanting. And I'm like, uh, okay. Um, That was fucking crazy. Yeah. So, um, and then also actually, because you mentioned Jackie earlier, I think a big part of season one, what was easy, everybody had a common enemy. Everyone hated Jackie. And that made things, I think, a little bit more interesting. Physical, right? Like the wilderness, like you can't know your enemy. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's invisible. Like at least with Jackie, she was right there. They're like, oh, this fucking lazy bitch who doesn't (laughs) want to help with anything. Which always helps the group. It always helps the group dynamic when there's like one common, Agreed. you know, Agreed. source of of anger. I'm watching, um, I'm rewatching Jersey Shore. Yeah, shame me, fucking flame me, whatever. <laughs> but it the first two seasons were so funny because Angelina was the source of all like evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They everyone else got along so well because everyone hated her and then as soon as she left both times they all started festering amongst themselves and it was like i feel like that's kind of what's happening but like now everybody's in the lottie call and poor shauna is the only one that's like out of it and and maybe natalie i don't know it's just there's weird dynamics that i don't know what to do with i don't really know who's who and what's what and i'm like 11th house you gotta give me if I walked into this cabin one day, I would want to know who's on whose side. Okay, where well, I think head. that's really interesting that you just said that because they don't even know. And I think that is what's so compelling and frustrating for us as viewers. Like, of course, I feel the same exact way as you. I'm like, are you on the side of the paranormal? Or are you not? Because even that, like right now in the young wilderness, when they're young, I'm like, you are probably the biggest disbeliever out of the group, but when Shauna is going through that, like, she doesn't join in the chants, but she doesn't, like, leave the room. She doesn't scoff. She doesn't fucking uh, punch down on them. Like, she doesn't do any of that. She's just like, bro, like, let's just fucking get through this. Mm -hmm. You know, like, y'all do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. So, like, I think that it's very interesting that you brought it up i'm like yeah of course it feels that way and maybe that's the point the writers are doing a good job at making us feel probably exactly what they felt like i don't know what side i'm on some nights i feel like i'm logical as fuck other nights i thought i saw a fucking ghost Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. also probably mineral poisoned and they've also probably accidentally poisoned themselves with other like bad meat and just weird shit that's out there yeah you know like they're fucking struggling they're going through so it's so layered i'm like you might be mineral poisoned you obviously got ptsd and trauma shits happening like Mm -hmm. y'all are really going through it yeah yeah i truly yeah um gosh well we will have to tune back in next week and figure out I mean, like, see what we find out. Um, Javi better say something else. I swear to God, if he doesn't have a fucking peep, I'm going to write, I'm going to join the writer's strike because he needs more lines. (laughs) Seriously. Um, But anyway, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a writer's strike going on. Uh, We fully support it fucking fuck our shows for a bit pay them more and don't let ai take their jobs thank you uh but my what i wanted to say on um ending this i have a question oh okay it's 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 not really that provocative or anything Uh, you'll probably be able to answer very quickly but in um in the wilderness would you be in the young lottie cult hmm that's a good question. I don't know if I'll be able to answer this quickly. I mean, obviously, in a weird way, the thing is, this is a cult that's in the wilderness and they have nothing. So I'm like, when I think about cults in general, I'm like, yeah, I kind of love them because it gives you structure. They feed you. They love you forever. Like, those are terrible things. But I just saw a girl do a TikTok and I'm literally directly quoting her. I wish I would have fucking like looked at her screen name and saved it. But like it was so 
funny because we've been talking about like cults and stuff as of late and i'm just like oh my god yeah that's that's kind of on point but they don't have anything so i'm like mm, i'm kind of mm, spiritual i guess but like i believe in some energies you know things like that um so maybe i would have fallen into it but i think i would have tried my best to stick to logic because one thing that i have found that calms me on a personal level is like facts Mm -hmm. you know my emotions get the best of me so having like something that's like yo one plus one equals two don't fucking try to trick me into thinking that this is some fucking woo woo shit (laughs) and i feel like that's kind of a defense mechanism though i'm like i would probably need to do that to like feel safe yeah because i don't if i in those woods would have been like oh shit we're surrounded by ghosts y'all i would have been a completely feral different fucking person i would have pulled a hobby i would have been like Peace out, y'all. I'm going no tools and no shirt. I'll be back in two months and I ain't going to say shit. I'm going to come back crazy. Like, (laughs) I would have lost my shit. Yeah. So maybe a cult would have done me well, again, with that structure. Yeah. Um, And support. I I mean, yeah. I feel like if I wasn't an early Lottie supporter, I wouldn't have been a latent Lottie supporter just based on me wanting to go against the grain on everything. But in the beginning, I really liked her. And I feel like I would have probably listened to what she had to say, especially because her track record was pretty clean. But it, the like recent, now that everybody's on her shit, I would, I feel like, and that might be why Natalie is very much, like, anti that shit, because she's like, this seems culty, this seems like someone is telling me what to think and feel and all this shit, and I don't like that. Um, But even just specifically with Lottie, like, like in this episode, Travis pulls off like the bullhorn like the bull what whatever the fuck skeleton head that was yeah yeah um and and cuts his hand on it and i'm like whoa 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 when did anyone ever make you blood queen bro like (laughs) you're not the antler queen like sub it and so he does that and then she laddie starts wrapping his hand she's like uh the wilderness like I don't know, recognizes your gift or donation, whatever the fuck she says. And she's like, and I do too. I wanted to punch her in the face. And I'm like, where the fuck do you get off thinking? Like, it's different when it's a group of people that feel like where we would all be equally sharing something and experiencing something, whatever. As soon as, and Lottie was like that in the beginning. She never wanted to be anybody's queen in the beginning. And now She's very much like, I run this shit. You guys are below me. I'm I'm the direct, like, connection with the horse. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that shit at all. I I fucking hate it. And I'm like, Lottie, you're getting too big for your britches, young bitch. Stop that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Slow down, bitch. Not here for it. Not here for it. Um, yeah, so I think that in the in season one, yes. In season two, no. If I wasn't in season one, I would have found my way out by season two, unless they would have like killed me as an offering if I left the circle because, you know, yeah. it's basically a coven. And I, sorry guys, I'm fresh off rewatching the craft, and I'm just I'm throwing so much shit out here. <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. They're doing blood shit, and they're doing fucking weird herb teas they're and whatnot. Dancing. They're living their they're little cottage lot. core, but like survival cottage core fucking <laughs> shit. Oh my god, uh, that that was a good question. Actually, I really enjoyed that. Um, so I'm gonna say definitively yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say definitively no. Okay. Well, it looks like we're hunting each other, bitch. <laughs> See you on the other side, oh. I'm going to eat you by your big toe first. I'm sorry. That's terrible. That's really bad. That also brings I you don't mean that at all. Her. No, it's fine. The the big toe, it's, it's fucking hilarious. There's so many. I, I keep, wow. Wow, what a day. What um, a day. 
Gosh. Okay. Well, I think that that we're like almost exactly at an hour. So this is this perfect timing to say bye, bitches. Bye, hoes. <laughs> Thanks we for tuning in. Yes. Come follow us on our socials on Instagram at hb.hoes. On Twitter at HB underscore host. Sam's giving me the fucking thumbs up. And email us at hose at hbhose.com. Beautiful. Gosh. I really need to recite that much more. I don't know. It's so hard. You're getting so good at it. It's like it's like I've got the spoiler warnings. You've got the like tag outros. We're fucking right. Solid. We're solid. Oh, well, thank you again for tuning in. We will be back this time next week, as if we're on radio this time next week. What the fuck is that? Um, we'll be back Eastern. next week for the next episode of Yellow Jackets. Hopefully, oh, yeah. you know, we get some fucking answers. Yeah, and hopefully not no more questions. Yeah. Um, also, if you guys watch Succession, we are doing a podcast on that. Find us on our channels. You will see those. Hell yeah. See you next week. Bye.